So, Grayson, I have a problem. Okay. We've been so on topic that I don't have anything funny to cut out for the off-topic intro bit. That is a problem. Yeah. We need to be worse at this. Yeah. Hi, welcome to Our Beautiful Monster. I'm Katie. I'm Grayson. And we like monsters. Uh huh. <laughs> you, you, do you want to like? Cause you feel this insistent need to like have some sort of quip after the intro. Maybe you should like write some stuff down and have things prepared so you can go to them instead of just like nothing. Yeah. Every time. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you won't. You won't, I won't do that. I won't. You're right. Cause it's funnier <laughs> if it's just complete nonsense every time. Yeah. What you got? Any any news to report? Um. Monster Hunter Rise demo got a new stage. Oh, they, wait. So like the demo is being like updated? Yeah. So they they do limited time demos. Oh. So they did one in January that was just a couple of quests, uh, and they just did a new one that ad- that's running currently that added Magnamalo as a fight. I who is I don't know what that is. Rough. He's he's the big armored tiger. Oh okay. Yeah, he's uh, he's new and he's a boss, and the, the weapons and armor they give you are way underpowered to be fighting him. Did we talk about him? No, because I don't think he's based on a yokai. Oh, well, if they're gonna do a bunch based on yokai, might as well do all of them based on yokai. You're right. You're right. It's foolish. Hmm. Well, at least he's a good animal. Yeah, tigers are cool. They're my favorite big cat. Oh. Hmm. I think my favorite big cat is a leopard. Leopards are good. I like a leopard. Like a snow leopard with a big old tail? Mm, That's what I like. Those are fun. No, I just... Or um, or a jaggerundi, just because its name is funny. <laughs> also good. And I like I like a black cat. Mm. I, I, I like a black panther. They're just nice. Well, you know, a black panther is either is, is a leopard or sometimes or... a jaguar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I think I mostly like tigers because I was obsessed with Calvin and Hobbes as a kid. <laughs> I mean, tigers a good animal. Tigers are good. It's a nice color. Hmm. Orange is a good color. I've got a strong face. Yeah, but it's 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 convenient that you brought up cats. Oh, sort of. Okay, are we talking about cats twenty nineteen? No. Absolutely okay, good. Not. I just had to make sure. I would. That's that, that's not a monster. Those are just cats. Well, we did talk about Kuhulain once. <laughs> listen, listen. I actually don't remember what my justification for that was. I guess just the body horror. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But you know what's like a cat, but not. A weasel. No, closer than that. No, I have no idea. Hyenas. Hyenas. Yeah, they're related to cats. They're, they're, they're. They look more like they would be dogs, but they're more closer related to cats. Yeah, they're hyena day, which is descended from fila day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like people say that foxes are dogs that act like cats, and hyenas are cats that act like dogs. Yeah, they're or dog. 
software running on cat hardware. But you might be wondering, Katie, hyena's not a monster. It's just an animal. It's a baby. Yeah. It's one of my favorite animals, to be honest. They're pretty pretty radical. Yeah. Actually, I have it in my notes, some, some hyena facts. So I think I'll talk. I'll do that now, and then we can I can explain why I'm talking about hyenas in the first place. I think you know. Oh, I figured it out, yeah. Yeah, but it'll be a surprise for the listener unless they already know also what it is. But, but anyway... Um, this is one of my favorite things about the hyena Wikipedia page, or just I mean it's not like the Wikipedia page invented this, but the so in hyena evolution there's sort of two types, is the the sort of lighter, smaller dog-like hyenas, and then the bigger, bulkier, bone-crushing hyenas. <laughs> there's there's only four species of modern hyenas. In the past, the dog-like hyenas dominated, but now the only remaining species is the aardwolf. And the aardwolf is very funny. He's a funny little guy. Yeah. He's very cute. He's baby. Mm. Um, and the other three extant species of hyenas are all bone-crushing hyenas. Yeah. I just really like that phrase. Bone-crush? Crush bones. Uh, hyenas are probably the punkest mammal. Probably. They even got, like, mohawks and stuff. Yeah. It, it just sounds like a good uh, name for a punk band. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to link you this picture I have, which is all four species. So the other the other three, the bone-crushing hyenas, are the spotted hyena, which is sort of hyena classic, the striped hyena, which is my favorite, and the brown hyena, which is definitely, like, the weakest. Not physically weakest. He just So in the picture I sent you, I assume you can figure out the top left is the spotted hyena. Hmm. Which is yeah. the, it's not even a very good picture of a spotted hyena. It's kind of like messed up looking. The next to him is the brown hyena who looks... He's shaggy. That's plus. He looks kind of like a bad taxidermy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little. He's, he's not a pleasant. And then the bottom left is the striped hyena, which I think is the most beautiful hyenas. I like it's rough. Yeah. That's their thing. Instead of having a big... Like a lot of times the spotted hyenas kind of have like a hump. Hmm. That just sort of shape. The striped hyena has more of a like a, like a crest on him. He's very majestic. And then you have the funny little aardwolf. Yeah, he's a little boy. He's just a boy. <laughs> they call. You think it's dog-like hyenas? He looks nothing like a dog. He looks more like a dog, than a cat. I would say. I feel like the well. I feel like the striped, the spotted hyena of the of the four. I think the spotted and the brown look more like dogs than the aardwolf does. Yeah, I don't know. The aardwolf has big chihuahua energy. Yes, he does, but not, not on that Chihuahua body. So that's hyenas. I think hyenas are cool, and they're unfairly maligned. Yeah. And having looked at them now, I can see why no one talks about brown hyenas. They're a little bland. They're a little busted. Yeah. They look kind of like um, like the old model hyena. And maybe, maybe they're further back evolutionary. I don't know. I mean, the furthest back evolutionary I think is the aardwolf because he's the older the older model hyena the dog like yeah but but if you go if you look up especially the, the striped hyena if you go look them up and look at their faces they're actually really cute mm. all hyenas are cute I'm a big fan of hyenas but so now we get to the point the point of the matter why are we talking about hyenas Grayson do you want to tell everybody why we're we talking about hyenas if I had to guess we're going to talk about regular gnolls yeah, we're talking about all sorts of gnolls, not just regular gnolls. Uh, regular gnoll, regular gnoll. Yeah, I couldn't not. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you're confused, go listen to Critical Role. Yeah. Or Critical Knoll. Duh.
don't Google that. It won't get you anything. It won't get you anywhere. It'll just get you a knoll who's really, really uh, persnickety about your performance. <laughs> yeah. He's a critical knoll. Yeah. So there's not a lot of history for gnolls because they are, in fact, invented by Dungeon- Dungeons and Dragons. I was going to ask. Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons invented them. In fact, they've been in Dungeons and Dragons since first edition. Yeah. They are a classic D&D monster. I figure if you got to make a spooky uh, humanoid creature, uh, mm-hmm. a hyena is a pretty good animal to pick. I feel like a lot of the sort of original Dungeons and Dragons creations, especially the ones from that have been in the game since Gen 1, since Gen 1, not just that's Pokemon, <laughs> since first edition, I feel like a lot of them are just like, an animal combined with that made that they made a humanoid. So uh, this might be apocryphal, but mm-hmm. I remember reading a story where they bought uh, when they were creating Dungeons and Dragons, trying to think up monsters. They bought mm-hmm. like a pack of bootleg Japanese little figurines, and so yeah. like half the first edition monsters are just those translated into a real monster. Like that's where the bullet comes from. Yeah, I I know I've heard that story, but it might have been from you, so it doesn't prove anything. Yeah, could that being true or not? It sounds. I remember reading yeah. it somewhere. I don't know if it's true or not. It sounds. It seems believable. Mm. They did that, and then they just said, "Like, let's we'll make, let's we'll combine animals with people," and that's probably covers most of them. Or and like an owl bear. Yeah, just combining combining things. Like, there's a lot of like where where tigers, where jackals, where. Men. Wolves. Did you say were men? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a regular guy. But he turns into a different guy. Yeah. The moon is full. Yeah. I feel like werebear should have caught on more because it's fun to say. Werebear. But the, so there is some interesting lore about the name of the knoll. Ooh. Now, if you had to guess, what do you think the etymology of knoll would be? Um, It just sort of sounds kind of intimidating. Because, like, you have yeah. a mossy knoll that's like a hill. Because that's, cause that's really intimidating, a mossy knoll. You know, it's just like a short, round sound. It sounds like a short, round thing. I feel like when someone had told me one point that it's, they combine the words for goblin and troll, which doesn't really make sense because they don't, that doesn't account for the hyena-ness of them. No, not quite. But according to the things that I googled, is that the name came from a short story called How Nuth Would Have Practiced His Art Upon the Knolls. But it's spelled G-N-O-L-E-S. Interesting. Yeah. But it's from a thing, a thing called The Book of Wonder by Lord Dunsany, published in 1912. <laughs> Dunsany. Yeah. Or Dunsany? I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Dunsany is even better. Well, it's D-U-N-S-A-N-Y. I would say that's Dunsany. Yeah. So he's he had like he had like an actual name, but I didn't write that down because this is what he was went by, because he was like an actual lord in England. Mm. Um, but he's considered a major influence on a lot some a lot of future big names in fantasy like J.R.R. Tolkien, H.P. Lovecraft, and Ursula Le Guin. Hmm. So you know some some pretty pretty freaking big names. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know the that one guy who created our entire modern fantasy mythos. Yeah. And then the other guy who created our entire modern, like, horror, like, like fantasy horror mythos. Yeah. Yeah. And then also the woman who wrote Earthsea. Mm. So 
because it's an old ass book, actually Project Gutenberg had the full text online, so I was able to go read the story. So it's about this accomplished burglar named Nuff. Everyone knows he's a burglar, but they're like, we can't stop him, he's Nuff. He's that Nuff, that magnificent bastard. And so some like couple comes and like, hey, can you train your our son in your craft? And he's like, sure, okay. The kid's name is, well, his, his surname is Tonker. <laughs> like thomas tonker but the, the, the they just continue to call him tonker so that's that's what i'm gonna say his name is tonker he's the strong tonkler the what the strong tonkler not tonkler tonker yeah what, what did i say tonkler yeah what, you added a letter yeah <laughs> anyway and they decide that they're gonna steal his emeralds from the home of the gnolls never explains what a knoll is there's it's there's talk of other fantasy creatures being around like people like will hunt elves and also fairies are there do you think it was maybe just a mistranslation of gnome no it was written in english what which english though it was published in 1912 grace and it's not that old okay i told you that i said it was published in 1912 i wasn't listening <laughs> but no it's just he, i think he just decided to just make up a thing because it's not important what they are but so they're sneaking up real silently. They get the gems and they're like escaping. And then Tonker's shoe makes a little noise. And then like just everything goes still. But then nothing happens. So it's like, you know what? That was such a close call. I'm going to, after this, I'm not going to do any more burglaries. Um, I'm done. I'm turning my life around. Um, and then he goes to leave. And then the, then the gnolls grab him. And they, they get him. Oh, no. And there's screams. Oh, no. <laughs> And then it ends like, and then like, uh, like direct, uh, it addresses you, the readers. Like, well, you might wonder what happened enough. He got away. He's fine. Because that's he always gets away. That's because he's enough. That's the end of the story. That's the whole story. <laughs> Poor Tonker. Yeah. Like, what's the freaking moral? If you're going to be a thief, be good at it. I guess. So he didn't want to go steal from the gnolls. No <laughs> talked him into it. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. Anyway, they're never described, so we don't know that they're not hyenamen. Yeah. Oh, also, I feel, I feel like maybe it was implied, but I didn't actually say gnolls are basically like hyenamen. Yeah. They're bipedal hyenas. So that's the origin of the name, probably. I think they just, because they're some guys who are into fantasy enough that they went and made a big fantasy tabletop game, they probably read the Book of Wonder. Yeah. So they probably just had the name in their head. It's like, let's use that for our hyenamen. So then I, I got to the Forgotten Realms Wikipedia page, which Forgotten Realms is sort of the overarching world of Dungeons and Dragons. So that's why the, the, the wiki is, is the Forgotten Realms wiki. Um, for some reason, it's written in past tense. Yeah. Are the gnolls okay? <laughs> I think the whole wiki's in past tense. Why? Because the realms are forgotten. <laughs> so, are they implying that this is real? It happened in the past? Uh, galaxy far, far away a long time ago. I said it backwards. <laughs> you could have just said a galaxy far, far away and not the second part, and it wouldn't have been backwards. Yeah, but it would have been not the part I wanted. <laughs> I would have said the wrong part. Yeah, I was reading down it, like, wondering if there's some sort of, like, is there some sort of continuity in the Forgotten Realms and the gnolls were destroyed, but no. No, what are level three parties supposed to fight if there's no gnolls? I don't know. Also, I don't know how D&D would have continuity. It kind of does. Not really. Well, I mean, like... There are canon events that happen. As a a whole thing. Yeah. Because you can just start wherever you want when you actually play. Anyway, you ready for a funny name? Okay. So the gnolls do have religion. Yeah. Yeah, they worship a demon lord named Yanagu. Yanagu? Y-E-E-N-O-G-H-U. I would have said Yangu. The wiki had a pronunciation guide. It was Yanagu. It's no blip but... 
Is that another D&D thing? Yeah. But so he's a demon lord. He's got a bunch of titles. Do you want to hear him? Yes, go ahead. I feel like you'll, you'll get an idea of his character just by the, his titles. So he's called the Prince of Knolls, the Knoll Lord, the Lord of Savagery, the Beast of Butchery, the Ruler of Ruin, and just Destroyer. So he's a bad dude. Yeah, he's pretty chaotic evil. Hmm. But he looks rad. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's his 5 ER. So he looks, he's kind of like a... He's like a super knoll. He's got like the knoll nose. But he's got like a Cheshire cat mouth. It's not in the right place. Yeah, he's, and it's, But then his nose is so smushed and it, looks, it makes his head look more lizard-like. Mm. And he's got big old, a huge old mouth. But there's a reason why he looks like a knoll. And it's because the lore, and I don't know if this is all editions uh, or just the most recent one. Basically, one time, Yanagu came to the material plane just to, like, cause some problems on purpose. Like you do. And then these hyenas started following around after him because they would scavenge things that he killed. Again. Because they're hyenas. Like you do. Yeah. And then eventually they became the first gnolls. Makes sense. Yeah, until then, well, not until, and then, then Yanagu got sent back to the abyss. But the gnolls are still around. They're like, hey, we're gnolls. We love our demon dad. Gnolls. Gnolls. We're the gnolls. Yeah. <laughs> you going to finish the line? don't think I have to. I don't think most people know Rat Movie. I think you'd be surprised how many people know Rat Movie, especially since we've referenced it like five times in this podcast alone. Have we? Yeah, I've had to edit around you singing the Rat Movie <laughs> song more than once. So wait, so are they in the actual episodes or have they been edited out every time? Uh, I've definitely edited it out once, but I think I left it in at least once. Okay. Um, so basically, I mean, you're you're familiar with the reputation gnolls have. Yeah, they're not nice. No, they 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 like to. They're, I mean, like they're very opportunistic. They they like they don't they go for easy targets. They go for like borderland settlements, um, and you'll you'll never meet a survivor of a gnoll attack because they eat. And you never find a, a, a non-survivor of a null attack because they will eat the flesh of their victims. And the bjorns. And the what? The bjorns. The what? The bones. Do they? <laughs> I don't know. They're hyenas, I would assume. That's true. It'd be weird if they didn't. They are bone... I mean, they're because... Nulls are based on spotted hyenas in particular. Yeah. For the most part. So they're definitely bone-crushing hyenas. Yeah. And if you're, if you're known for crushing bones, you might as well do it. And what they'll do, they don't really like to do work, so they don't really typically build settlements or craft things or make their own armor or weapons. They get all that stuff from their, their attacks, and they just steal all the stuff that they need from the, the, the settlements that they, they attack and raise. That's one way to do it, I guess. Yeah, they like to take trophies. Like funny hats. More like human detritus that they like make necklaces out of. <laughs> like teeth it's less funny than funny hats i mean they might take hats too they take whatever they want you just you just see a knoll with like the uh two beer cans hat <laughs> what does that say um i sure do love not being attacked by knolls <laughs> that's, that's a lot of text to fit on that small hat <laughs> it's very small yeah, so they just have a natural propensity for scavenging like they get all the stuff they need from their attacks but they'll just sometimes they'll just pick up little stuff and sometimes that actually makes the, them easier to track for, like, null hunters. You just look for places where all the shiny objects have been uh, scuttled. Well, if you if you come across a village that's been destroyed and there's no bodies, you can probably be safe to assume gnolls were here. You know, or, you know, there's other things. Carrion eaters. 
Demons mm. might steal all the bodies. I guess. But it certainly limits it. Like an orc is going to take the bodies. What are they? Because of the, their demonic ancestry, they just have this natural destructive tendency. And sometimes they try to not be the worst. But sometimes it's it's very difficult for them to not do that. Yeah, I can imagine. The D&D Beyond page for them says even the most savage orcs avoid allying with the gnolls. They probably also don't smell very good. Probably not. I gotta imagine most of their furs matted with blood. Yeah, probably. I don't think they're... They, they don't seem like the type that would be big on bathing. Mm. But I, also on the D&D Beyond sheet, they have a special skill. Oh? Um, called Rampage. I mean, I don't know if it's specific to them, but... It's other than just, like, their other characters, like, bite or spear or bow. Yeah. Um, but Rampage, uh, when a null reduces a creature to zero hit points with a melee attack on its turn, the null can take a bonus action and move up to half its speed and make a bite attack. Yeah, that's strong. It's like a frenzy. Also, the, on the Forgotten Realms on this info, it said a citation needed mark, so I don't know if it's true, but it, it did say that they're, like, seven feet, <laughs> which I think is cool. Yeah. I mean, I know they're, they're classed as medium humanoid, so I think that seven feet is within that bound. Well, goliaths are also medium humanoids, so. How tall are they? Like eight? Yeah. I think they're just yeah. not willing to go between, there's like a certain distance. Uh, every playable race is either small or medium, even if you're like a loxodon where you're a nine foot tall elephant man. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think that gnolls are playable without homebrew. They aren't. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't they could be whatever size you want it could be 20 feet tall speaking of which i have a, I have a quick aside yeah uh do you see the new unearthed arcana why do you think i would have seen that unless you showed it to me fair enough um so they have four new races that are in playtest for a dandy yeah what are they uh owl folk oh rabbit folk okay fey wild hobgoblins how are they different from regular hobgoblins well they're they're more like the i would call them more like a brownie huh. like a celtic goblin elf kind of thing interesting so basically they had to call them that because they're using a different sort of interpretation of what a hobgoblin is than the one that already exists yes okay um and then fairies i'm not that interested in any of those i think they should make gnolls playable i agree but the fairy has a weird thing where the fairy's size in game is tiny oh that's what made you think of it yeah but it, they're as a character race they're listed as small but can st- or uh-huh. like you can still fit through one inch gaps interesting I like the idea of playing as a fairy. I like the fae. Imagine being accidentally smushed by your party member. <laughs> that would present a problem, I think. Are there gnolls in magic? There are not. Oh, what the heck? There are hyenas, but they're just regular hyenas. Although, well, I guess may- what? Uh, this winter, summer, fall, uh, the core set this year, instead of being like magic 2022, is... Mm-hmm. Um, Journeys in the Forgotten Realms. So they might add gnolls is what you're saying. Yeah, there might be gnolls by the end of the year. That'd be good. I would like to see some gnolls. Hmm. Maybe they would make a Yanagu card. Yeah. I mean, you know, they only have 270 cards. so They can't include everything, but... Yeah. But I mean, if you're going to... If you have hyenas and you want to turn them into gnolls, that's that's the way to do it, is to get that guy involved. Yeah. Anytime when you... uh, If they put in gnolls, they would probably make them creature type, like hyena warrior. Yeah. Well, you let me know. And and if, if if they do... Maybe maybe he'll make a null deck. I don't know. I make no promises. I'll be honest with you. If there's a if there's a null, it's probably only going to be one or two, and they're probably going to be red or black commons. Yeah. Well, I don't think fine. they'll make well, a maybe legendary th- null. If they make a legendary, it'll be Agu. Yeah. Or maybe or maybe this other guy that we'll talk about later. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. It should be interesting. But 
Yeah. And this is an interesting sentence that was on the wiki. Um, some gnolls could suffer from a rare form of madness that could quell their intense hunger and evil instincts, causing guilt for their misdeeds and pacifistic, pacifistic nature. Hmm. So basically, <laughs> when gnolls, if gnolls are crazy, they actually become, like, chill and and don't want to hurt anybody, which is like the opposite from what it would be with people. Hmm, interesting. And I feel like you could use that to make a playable gnoll. Yeah, gnolls are one of those uh, monster races that are just sadly ignored by uh, the people making it. Like they're not given a, a whole lot of nuance, but there, there there was some on this page. I've got more to say on some more gray area gnolls. Interesting. As far as sort of subtypes, there was a, one that didn't, it just seemed like it was a more, big, more powerful gnoll, and I already forgot what it was called, but it wasn't interesting, so that's why I didn't write it down. <laughs> it's well, like a fleal or something like that. I a, don't remember. A chonk gnoll. No. <laughs> um, in one of the novels, there's, a, there's half gnolls, hmm. which again, another thing to exa- consider for playable gnoll. After death, oftentimes if it's basically like a pack dispute, um, they can gnolls can use a dark ritual to turn the dead gnoll into a witherling. That's the bone gnolls, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty radical. He's a bone gnoll, which I I think is superior. Like you could they could have had him be like a zombie gnoll, but they're like nah, no, he's all the way a skeleton because of demon magic. Weird that it has ears still. I'll be honest. <laughs> well, it's got fur on its neck too. Yeah. It's got some flesh. It's just mostly bone man. Bone man. You want to hear some nice things about gnolls now? I would love to hear some nice things about gnolls. Yeah, so the one one thing that people sort of agree on is sort of one of the redeeming features of gnolls is that they're, the family's very important to them. All right. They're very close to their pack. Um, they, they do sometimes fight for dominance, but, like, after the fight's over, it's like, no, Greta's like, like, it's like, no, oh, it's all good, man. We're all, everything's cool. We're, we're great. We're just having, a, this is how we resolve disputes in our society. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. And if if a, if in battle gnolls have a, a situation where they're torn between personal glory and saving a family member, they will save the family member. I can respect that. Yeah. Also, gnoll society is matrilineal. Just like hyenas. What? Is like the uh, women's in charge? Yeah. Oh, nice. But also, uh, if a gnoll becomes separated from their pack, they'll form similar bonds with whoever they find themselves with. Oh. So again... I feel like that lends itself well to the adventuring party dynamic. That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, so if you get an old party member, you're his family now. So this gave me a lot of ideas for a playable Null character. Do you think that Nulls are just like the hyena version of tieflings? I guess they kind of are. If some demon came along and messed with some hyenas and now they're hyena men. Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't know if he, if he did it on purpose. <laughs> well, is he a, is he a demon or a devil? He's a demon. Oh, then almost certainly not. <laughs> if I remember correctly, demons are typically chaotic evil, and devils are lawful evil. Yeah, a, a demon mostly cares about causing destruction and chaos, while a, a devil yeah. is the one where you have to watch it out with like contracts and tricks and that kind of thing. Yeah. Also, this is just I wrote this in all caps because it made me very excited. Uh, gnolls, they like they like hyenas and sometimes keep them as pets. Yeah. <laughs> they just see a hyena and it's like, that's me. That's like me, but a dog. Hell yeah. Yeah, and they'll have them in like, their like, hunting parties and just like you'd have dogs in your human hunting party. Hmm. Although I guess, is, is a hyena to a gnoll more like a monkey is to a human? I was just thinking that, and that's, <laughs> that's a little strange. We don't really hang out with monkeys. 
<laughs> but I think we're also on a monkeys and humans are on a similar cognitive level that I think a gnoll and a hyena aren't. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's, there's some nuance to it, but yeah. it's still a little weird. Yeah, it's fine. Some gnoll packs don't really do the raiding stuff, actually. Mm. They just will, like, hunt like a normal, and then they sort of keep to themselves. Occasionally they'll trade with other, like, neighboring races, but, like, bugbears and orcs and trolls are not really humans. Mm. They're just like, you're just like, you know what? We can just, just sustain ourselves without bothering other people. That's how I like to be, personally. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's some nuance of gnolls. I'm just, I didn't know that. That was interesting information. Yeah, isn't it? It's like, yeah. it's, it's it's the thing, it's like, their natural impulse is to be chaotic evil. But they don't have to be. Yeah, but they have sentience. They're capable mm. of being like, I'm not going to do that. Or sometimes they're just crazy and it makes them nice. Yeah. Can I, should I, have I explained my concept for a null, playable null character before? You have to me, but I don't think on the podcast you have. That's Yeah, that's what I meant. So I think yeah. I'll, I'll talk about that now. So what I want to do is a null warlock. And I th- now that I've read more about them, I feel like what I would want to do is Pact of the Fae. Because they're not really chaotic evil. They're just chaotic. <laughs> and yeah, so that's Fae sort are of, more chaotic neutral. So my idea is sort of for the... It, the, for the warlock is sort of some like the patron is a sort of looking around like hey look at this cool dog and they like, like they don't touch it physically but they touch it with like their consciousness and that sort of creates the warlock pack by accident so you're just accidentally a null you were a hyena until yeah. like six days ago yeah yeah so the idea is, is like hey look at this cool dog and then they touch the dog and the dog's like what the fuck and they're like oh god what the fuck <laughs> so it, i guess it wouldn't really be a null it would be more like a magic hyena but I guess it's also yeah. like reverse engineering an owl. <laughs> if it looks like an owl, barks like an owl, and smells like an owl, yeah. it's probably I an owl. Like, I just like the idea of some like ethereal, like higher being be like, look at this cool dog and accidentally creating consciousness. <laughs> and I just, I think Warlock is cool and I haven't played a Warlock yet. Warlock's pretty rad. Yeah, that's my idea for a null character. But now I have other ideas that you could do. Like, I would like to do a null paladin, which you could either do with him, like, struggling very hard with being a paladin, or you could do the the, the madness where he's, like, nice and pacifistic. Have you ever seen the magic card pacifism? No. Uh, because there is an older art for it where it's, like, this orc-looking dude just sort of looking sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and the flavor text for it is, in that moment... Grack felt warm and fuzzy in his side for the first time in his life. It's weird. It's, it's just sweet. You just, if you enchant something with pacifism, they can't attack or block. Mm. So he was inflicted with pacifism is what the card is saying. Yeah. Interesting. So there there aren't a lot of, like, important gnolls in lore. There's a couple. There was one whose name I already forgot. Steven. <laughs> but he didn't. <laughs> no. What's the name you'd expect? He does look really sad. I like the flowers all over him. Like, it somehow imbued him with also flowers all over him. Yeah. Um, but there is one that I thought was interesting, so I wrote down something about, about him. His name is Takeli Lee. Okay. It's almost like a real person name. Or, well, it's T-E-K-E-L-I-L-I. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. so not, not so much like a real person name. So he's interesting because he is a null vampire. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he's from an adventure, I th- believe, an adventure module called Icewind Dale: R- Rime of the Frost Maiden. Oh, I heard that one's good. 
Oh, it's like all ice themed, which is interesting because like most gnolls are sort of they're like more like a plains creature. Like they go for more temperate or warm climates. Mm, but like a hyena. Yeah, but Tekeli's pack is in the ice one, Dale, so it's cold. That's what he looks like. Oh, he's weird. He's got blood all over him. He's distinctly a striped hyena, which is neat. Yeah, he is. Yeah, the, 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 it does mention that he's clearly modeled more on a striped hyena than a spotted one. So he's got the big rough, the, the mohawk, if you will. Um, so which makes me like him even more. But so his pack lives in the, the Icewind Dale. <laughs> Just leaving. Yeah, that, that card, the pacifism with the flavor text, without warriors, there can be no war. Uh, mm-hmm. is the highest reblogged thing on the blog uh, Magic Cards Daily. That makes sense. Because it, it, the art's kind of funny with him in his underpants, but also the the, the, the flavor text is very good. It's true. Uh, I'm personally a big fan of, if I fight, I might step on a butterfly. That would be sad. <laughs> yeah, it would be. So basically, he and his pack were around, and they were attacked by these other people. Who, they have names. I just didn't write it down because I don't care. <laughs> but they were forced to flee across a glacier. And the pack was like, okay, he was like the leader of the pack, I, I believe. He's called the Fang, which I, I assume is the leader. It's mm. also a cool name. But, and it's double uh, cool because he's a vampire. Yeah, well, he wasn't a vampire at the time, I don't think. Well. Um, I think this is how he became a vampire. Um, mm. So the pack was like, like to Kelly Lee, you have to survive. So that one by one, they would sacrifice themselves to him so he could he could eat and survive. But then at a certain point, you'd be like, well, we can't just all sacrifice ourselves to Kelly because the pack can't persist if he's the only one. But whatever, it's fine. And I, I, it's un- it isn't really specified, but I guess that's what turned him into a vampire somehow. Mm. Eating all the people. Enough cannibalism generally curses you. Yeah, but I don't. I just think eating people and drinking their blood is not the same thing. That's fair. But we've we discussed that you don't have to drink blood to be a vampire. I guess that's true. And, like, some ice goddess, like, sealed him in a cavern. I guess he's probably a boss in the module or whatever. Hmm. But I just think he's, he's cool looking. I just think the idea... Anytime you take a fantasy creature and make it another fantasy creature at the same time, it's funny to me. Yeah. Because he's almost like a werewolf vampire. Do you want to know something that's fun that's in Rhyme of the Frostmaiden book? Yeah. There is a new enemy encounter that is three kobolds in a trench coat. It's not literally, is it? Hold on. How how recent is this? I know it's a 5e module. Uh, I think it was last year. No, so it's or pretty it, new. It was 2019, 2020, I think. Okay, yeah. You know what? That means he's a recent of them doing something with a null. So maybe they're like, hey, maybe people like nulls. I think this is the one that's in. I believe it's actually in. Three couplets in a trench going. It, it straight up is just that. Yeah. A- anyone could have been three kobolds in a trench coat all along is what it says i'm looking and that might actually be a homebrew and i just thought it was in icewind dale for some reason i mean it's good art if it's homebrew yeah but, uh, if it's, i mean if it's a homebrew then we then we should just be like hey people did a good job they did they did do a good job yeah because it's funny <laughs> yeah kobolds are a funny little guy yeah they're just they're just little tiny dragon men yeah. I feel like you don't really see gnolls in a lot of other things. No, I think they might be trademarked. No, because they're also they are in World of Warcraft according to Wikipedia. Oh, interesting. Uh, so unless Blizzard specifically got a license to use gnolls, be a little weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess there are kind of a specific concept. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the time people are just like, "Yeah, let's just use orcs," or "Let's just use goblins." 
or just if they want a furry thing, that's just to use werewolves or wolfmen. Yeah. Or why wolves? What? Why wolves? Oh, you're doing a joke. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Was that that was in Adventure Time, right? They had the why wolves. Yeah, they were possessed by the spirit of bloodlust and inquisition. Yeah. I'd like to ask questions. Hmm. Grayson. Yes. If you could be a werewolf or a null, which one did you pick? And when I say werewolf, I don't mean a wolfman. I mean a werewolf. Um, so being a werewolf is less permanent. Like, I'm only a werewolf, like, one day a month. Mm-hmm. So that's less of a commitment. Well, mm-hmm. being a knoll would make it really hard to drive because they're so tall. <laughs> Wait, so you see, so you're imagining that you're, in like, in, in, your, in your same life that you live currently, you're just a knoll now. Because that wasn't what I was imagining. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's just, like, I just magically okay. become a knoll, and I'm like... Okay. I mean... I, feels like... I'd get real hot in the summer. I think I would have to be a werewolf, unfortunately. Yeah. Just the inconvenience of being a knoll. You took it a different direction than what I was imagining. Well, here's my thought, because I I see your point with the wolves, but here's the thing. It's like, it's an inconvenience, because it it comes comes around once a month, you just have to deal with, like, oh, I'm just a werewolf tonight. Sorry, I can't come out. Whereas a knoll, you could get, you could, you could adjust and acclimate to your new life as a knoll, because it's, it's consistent. Yeah. But I feel like I would have to get a new car. Yeah, That's I mean, I was imagining you being these things in a universe where they exist already. Because I feel like now that you've added a new element of having to explain to people that you're a null now. Yeah, I just call into work. Hey, sorry, I got magically transformed into a hyena man, so I'm going to be a little late today. <laughs> also, I'm going to need to order shirts in a larger size. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the yeah, government probably. would just come and get you. But I don't know. I, don't, I mean, like, I, I just I don't feel like I don't know how you'd explain being a null <laughs> away. <laughs> Whereas a exactly. werewolf could conceal that. Unless you became a her, you could become a hermit maybe and become being and be a null and it'd be fine. Yeah, but hermits don't get to play video games. Yes, they do. Yeah, if they have hermits, a Wi-Fi. How are you going to pay for Wi-Fi when you're a hermit? An internet consultant. <laughs> I'll just become a video game streamer, and my gimmick will be that I have an avatar who looks like a null. <laughs> yeah, but it's actually just me. <laughs> so you're like a like a three D CGI. VTuber avatar. No, it, I claim that it is, but it's just me. <laughs> I know, but you're but like you're saying that's what you're claiming, which is not a thing people do. All like VTuber avatars are 2D. Well, whatever. So it would be strange. <laughs> I'll be honest, I know nothing about VTubers. I mean, there are VTubers that are animals. There's a VTuber that's a Shiba Inu and also a mom. Interesting. And there's another one that's a little, like, demon creature. Yeah, a, a few months ago, I kept seeing the word VTuber pop up, and I had to Google, like, what the hell does this mean? Because I'm old. I like I like some VTubers now. Yeah. But, on, like, only only ones from Niji Sanji. Do you have anything to say? <laughs> no, I don't. I'm going to send you a video after we finish recording. Okay. You'll see what I, you'll, you'll see. You'll understand, maybe, what I mean, why it's appealing. I don't know. I feel like with Knowles, you can just go find your Knoll family. Because I'm, I'm thinking of this question as in the context of being in the Forgotten Realms, because that makes more sense. Because if, if you're in the real world, the obvious answer is werewolf, because you you make have to make too many life adjustments to be a Knoll in the real world. But also, a werewolf is harder to kill than a Knoll. You, well, I'm not planning on getting in a situation where people want to kill me anyway. Yeah, well. But if you're a Knoll, you just go find your Knoll family. Find one of those ones where they just sort of are chill and don't bother people. And just be like, hey, I'm a little lost knoll. Can I hang out with you guys? I'll, I'll help out. And they'll probably be like, yeah, okay. If you can prove that you're useful, we'll let you stay and join. let you join our pack. They'd probably, they'd probably be fine with that. 
Yeah, probably. You should be chill. Whereas werewolf, like, it's not like a werewolf society. You're just a man with a terrible curse you have to deal with and hide from people so they don't hunt you down with pitchforks and stuff. Well, here's the thing. You're basically immune to pitchforks unless they're silver pitchforks, at which point... Okay, but it's still, like, it's still unpleasant. Yeah. And then you gotta leave town and find some new place to live. Yeah. Do you want to rate Knowles? Anyway. Uh, yes. Or 50. I just want to make sure I didn't have anything left written down. Okay. So, this one's pretty straightforward for once. I feel like a lot of times we we have the thing where we talk about a lot of different examples, and then we, like, don't, don't know how to rate them because they're different. Yeah. But Knowles is Knowles. Knowles is Knowles is Knowles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, First up is uh handsomeness. Monstrousness. That's... I did it backwards in my brain again. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you so backwards today? First the Star Wars quote, now this. I've got brain problems. I guess so. Um, monstrousness. I mean, what do you think? Uh, so it loses points for being roughly humanoid. Uh, yeah. It gains points for only being roughly humanoid, not just humanoid. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I think they've got like the digitigrade legs and the hunched postures. Uh, and a hyena is a pretty spooky animal. Mm-hmm. visually so i'm gonna give him a four. Yeah. Oh, all right uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that i was what i'm just looking at the official 5e key art for noel and he's pretty monstrous yeah they're, they're, he's got like a like he's blind in one eye for some reason yeah actually i think they just have idea. hollow looking no because the, the one next to it does never mind no the other, the other eye is black yeah I actually, because I, because I, I thought that too, and it's like, why are their eyes like that? Then I actually zoomed in on the art, and the other eye is normal, but, little black hyena. But he's eye. also got like super long <laughs> arms, and his face is kind of weird and gnarled. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, they've got odd proportions. Yeah. Like the long arms don't even make sense. Not like hyenas have long arms. Nope. They're like, let's make them goofy looking. Yeah. Uh, next is companionship. Um. <laughs> uh, not 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 great overall. I would I would say it gets from me a mm. one because yeah. in theory it could be a, a good hang, um, uh-huh. but I think even a chill knoll probably isn't gonna smell very good. <laughs> so purely on you know even if he's a nice knoll, you'd still are giving him a one just because he's stinky. No, if we were specifically talking about nice knolls, they'd probably get a little higher. Um, but yeah. when I'm averaging it out, it rates a one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, no. hyenas have... I have a numerical question. Okay. Is the bottom of our scale zero or is the bottom of our scale one? I don't think... It, I think the bottom of our scale is zero. We've given stuff zero all the time. Okay. I just wanted to make sure because I couldn't remember. Also, the scale doesn't matter. We could give it a negative seven. <laughs> That's true. This is mostly have our... Have we given our... anything negatives before? I th- almost assuredly. I stopped putting the yeah. ratings in the descriptions after a certain point. I didn't know that you ever put the rating description. I, I did it on like did. episode one and two. <laughs> yeah, I don't actually don't remember that ever happening. No. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. One. One. One's fine with me. Excellent. But but I, I it's my goal to make a make a, a knoll that you'd want to hang out with. Yeah. Uh, handsome nose. I mean, for me, it for me, it's like a five. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm willing to give it a... F- uh, here's the thing. In concept, I think I would give a hyena min a five, but what gnolls actually look like, as we discussed, are kind of gross. I don't know. I feel like it varies. If you look at the art of, from other editions, they vary a bit in grossness. Which is why I'm willing to give it a four. 
Okay, that's fine. I I just on just hyena and this alone, I'm like done for giving him a good rating. But he is a little bit unpleasant, so I can't give him that six. Yeah. Well, I think overall you did pretty good. Yeah, that was that was more like one of my ratings, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> well, I picked something more less human than I normally pick. Yeah. Um. Do you want to leave me in? Can you think of any? What? Oh yeah, no, I didn't have anything else to say. Okay. Um, Grayson. Yes. What should people do when they're done listening to the podcast? That's the question Wait. I ask you. That is the question. <laughs> as soon as I said it, like this feels wrong. Um, where can people find us? Uh, people can find us at Twitter at obmonstercast, or they can email us at ourbeautifulmonster.gmail.com. Uh, Katie, what should people do when they're done listening to this? Uh, they should rate and review, subscribe to the podcast, and tell other people to come listen also. Hmm. Uh, Grayson. Yes. What are we going to talk about next time? Um, electrical parades. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? We're going to cut all that. Uh, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye.